um, is our, our Twitter handle. I'm getting some, some and we, let me tell you what's going on. We're broadcasting from the Women's Innovation Trade Fair 2014 in, at the Cape Town International Convention Center. And um, my guest, uh, who is going to just give us background and also set the tone for this Innovations Trade Fair 2014, is founding director of Mangigengi, Lillian Masabenza. Hello, Mom. Thank you so much for joining us. And you must be very excited that this has, has, has gone off so well, actually. Mm. Hello and good afternoon, Twalo. Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, hello to the listeners out there. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're very excited because this is something that has not been done before and um, it's something that we're doing differently. It's not a conference. What we're doing is to be very inclusive, uh, not looking what is the target market that we're working with, Mm -hmm. but we're looking at people, we're looking at women and saying how can we, uh, as groups, as individuals, empower others that are not as um, fortunate as we are. And hence this platform that we have created to promote that um, uh, economic space for women to come together and say, how do we share and go forward? Now, it's a huge responsibility because there's so many different sectors that you need to be dealing with. I know you want to, uh, you've got sub-themes of, of education, social justice, food security, etc. How How did you pull everyone together, especially your speakers and, 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 and the, the exhibitors as well. I walk through the exhibition space. It is so beautiful. It's so amazing how many people and creative people are there and working well at the stores. Mm. How did you manage to pull everyone together? Yes, it's, it's quite a challenge because it's not where you're just uh, dealing with one section or dealing with one individual or, or just one group. To, to be able to integrate everybody to have a better result is quite a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what life is all about. If we're just uh, satisfied in being doing what we do, that we do every day, there's really nothing that will happen. Mm-hmm. You have to be uh, prepared to put your head, if I, can, I may say, <laughs> out there for chopping. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's very easy to say... Um, this shouldn't have not been done that way or this should be done this way. But nobody is really prepared to step out and say, I am trying to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, first of all, thank you very much to the organizing committee that um, has supported me to, to this point. Thank you to the governance committee that we worked with so that everything is above board. And mostly, thank you to the trustees of the Manigingi Trust who have uh, helped in all this and the network members that we're working with from the communities. Mm. So, yes, um, when we looked at this, we said um, a person is an integrated person. So you're not just looking at one place. How do you look at education and say how does it enhance the person's life? How does it enlighten you? So that even when you're very angry, Please, don't go and ban the library or Mm -hmm. the clinic or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If that education can help us to understand that. Um, The social justice, we we, we look at it, there are lots of things that are happening to people today. Do we know what our rights are? It's not just only our rights, but how 
our responsibilities answer to that. Food mm-hmm. security, we talk of food shortage, but if you look al- around, there's a lot of open spaces that we're not utilizing. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying, we say, let's go into the schools, talk to the uh, bo- governing bodies, to the prisons themselves. Uh, so we utilize those spaces um, for food. Today we have a lady here from um, uh, the north, Jeanette Maja. Mm-hmm. She started just as an ordinary person doing gardening. Today her, her farming has gotten to a point where she's almost exporting. Wow. So you sit back as money and say, wow, I, I'm not just doing... Um, there are people who take it up because it's also about, as an individual, how do I take that challenge and say... Somebody has opened up this opportunity, like we're opening up this opportunity here. People are meeting people from Russia, from Sweden, from all over the world to say, how do I take that opportunity going forward rather than wait and say, what is uh, the other person doing? And then the last one, of course, is health. Yes. Um, It's mostly sometimes the food that we eat or not eat that is a problem. And here we have all the experts right from Sweden, the the research people, um, Dr. Mary Siba from Pretoria about diabetes, Mm. uh, things that can be prevented. So for us, that was the excitement about it. How do you bring these people that you meet as you go around to uh, have your own people sharing it. We That's have a guy, Thomas Gard, who's a, a, a branding guru with the wife, Annette. I met them in Russia, St. Petersburg. I've managed with other people to get them to come in today. They can share with our people, ordinary people. Mm. can sit with somebody who branded uh, uh, Branson, uh, 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 Steve Jobs, Right here in our doorstep. So for me, that's exciting. You know, that, that it is very exciting because, you know, it's noticing or, or understanding the opportunity when you see it. And all, you've met these people all over the world who knew that they would be here to do that sort of sharing. Now, we only started, uh, we arrived here just past, um, past 11, 12. Um, what have we missed? Have there been some decisions made or some... Co- Conclusions made in the early hours of of the of of the of the uh, not a conference we're not calling it of the forum um, this morning. What, what what did we miss this morning? What uh, you missed this morning is that we started with an opening. Uh, in that opening, um, just introducing what is it that we are doing going forward. Uh, part of it, um, we we had uh, a lady. Um, the, Trader Preco saying women bloom in many ways and we were so lucky to have um, one of our organizers and also a trustee John Wright come up with all these flowers, the beautiful one that you see. So everybody who was there had a flower to show how you bloom and the whole message was about what is it that you need? Um, for instance, you need seeds, you need water, you need... And women can get into all of this. Um, some flowers will do well in the shade, some will mm. do better in the sun. So we need to understand that diversity as well and not take it as something that is challenging. We had Nicola Jackman, my Africa, I don't know if you've worked with her before, but it was so exciting how she talked about circle of love 
because sometimes it's just that love that we're missing, that we're not having. Mm-hmm. We don't even love ourselves enough. How do you then love the other person? But she was great, and um, she did have my Africa dance singing and uh, getting the, 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 the audience involved. We also had Peter from Z. Uh, I've never heard of uh, red zebras. <laughs> oh yes, no, I've, I've heard of the red zebra. They, they, they also dance. Yeah? Yes, mm-hmm. but what I mean is that we know that the zebra is uh, another color rather than red. But it is very <laughs> nice and how he uses instruments and um, again showing the diversity, but uh, showing the, the 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 symphony of togetherness mm-hmm. when you create all of that and the sounds and the movements and it was quite exciting and then of course we we look at all of this and say, "What is our purpose here? Um, are we saying yes, I'm a conduit to what God wants us to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do all of those things, but if we have lost our um, direction in terms of our spirituality, if we have lost our direction in what some people call the bankruptcy of uh, of the spiritual way, we wouldn't care for other people. The Ubuntu will just be a talk. So we had uh, Reverend uh, Colin Campbell bring us in that space to say we're here at the bottom of Table Mountain. If you look on this one side, you see uh, the lion's head, and you look the other side, you see devil speak. And the devil is always speaking. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that was very nice. And also you see clouds, and sometimes our heads are in the clouds, and all of that. And all of all this was to put the individual, because as you know, Shadow, our program is about the individual. Uh, today, tomorrow we're focusing on the uh, the community, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday we say, now that we have cohesive uh, human capital, how do we bring the government, uh, the uh, the business, the international community to say, how do we work together as this global village trying to improve our situation? So he sort of uh, reminded us that sometimes we can have our heads in the clouds and our feet not quite on the ground. On the ground. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and I'm, I'm loving the fact that it's just not getting together and talking about all academic stuff. So you, you also appeal to one's spirit. You also mm. appeal to one's uh, uh, kind of destiny if you like you know mm. uh, you know why am i here what am i here to do and through that as soon as people find themselves and it's amazing how much we can learn from just nature you know all of us can bloom and you're talking about the clouds and you know and i spoke to somebody um at your exhibition um they they encouraging people to eat vegan and we, we, we had a huge discussion <laughs> and, about, you know, food security because yes. they, they were saying if all, if all of us were vegetarian, uh, probably no one would go hungry, you mm. know, because we, we, we would plant more food. And we had a, a, a long discussion, but I, I'm loving that there's all of that within, within the conference. Now, what do we hope to, to achieve at the end of the conference? 
Why do we I call it the conference, but it's actually not a conference. Yes. It is a fair, trade fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just put it it's in inverted commas. Yes, and conference in inverted uh, commas, yeah. yes. But what, what it's all about, it's, uh, as we said, that we're not calling it a conference as in the sense that we're talking to other people mm-hmm. and they are listening and they go away. Here it's about engagement. It's about inclusivity. To say, yes, we have identified this is what the problem is, we're now bringing together these people who have got all the knowledge about this. But there's also the people on the ground who are living and experiencing this on a daily basis for them to be uh, discussing. And we then call it a co-created solution that comes out of it. Mm. And how is different we saying instead of filing it in file 13 or archive, and we see it every day. People get a doctorate. They, they do wonderful wonderful research but it doesn't get implemented mm-hmm. so we're saying things that are coming out of here we're going to be implementing some of it we've already started to say for instance you talk to to, to dr van one about um, we shouldn't be eating meat we should be eating vegetables mm-hmm. so we're saying what then do we do we do gardens uh, you listen to Mary Siba, she's a wonderful speaker on diabetes, and we're saying, how do we then take it forward? How do I know my, my sugar levels? Because how many of us out there know um, our sugar levels mm-hmm. and know how, how dangerous or how well or not is? So the, what we're hoping from here, we call it to have more people walk the talk than just talking because we are such talkers we can have a conference to talk about <laughs> this a talk that it, sometimes we end up just talking and um, I think if there was more implementation more looking what impact are we making because you can imagine if we're talking to those people if we're engaging as we are here even if we're just 50 people Every one of us impacts on another person, mm, five mm. of... So it's going on. So that's what we're hoping, that from here we could be learning something from somebody who comes from Namibia, Botswana, Indonesia, Nohal. Um, I did meet the Indonesian yes, ladies, yes. yes. No, no, I, I must say congratulations for, for successfully starting the, the, the first one. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the kinds of conversations that I'm going to have. I know now, um, just after talking to you, I'm going to talk to um, Holy Steel, what holds women back in business, you know, and getting rid of, of the not good enough kind of attitude. And, and, and I think if we share all these gems, it will empower not just us who are here today, uh, somebody else who may be listening. So. Hopefully, at the end of tomorrow and at the end of the conference, you'll join us and just mm-hmm. like t- let's mm-hmm. tick the boxes and see what we've achieved. But thank mm-hmm. you so much for inviting us, and I, I look forward to talking to all your guests mm-hmm. that are here from different yeah. countries. Thank you very much. We appreciate this, um, the power of the mass media. Uh, getting it out there. Somebody who's sitting there might be encouraged with what is happening because it's all about putting in what you have. Mm -hmm. If I may, I just want to end up with what we have on Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. We have um, what we call a survival uh, uh, walk. 
in the sense that all of us have survived something, all of us have gone through some challenges. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday morning, which is the Women's International Day, yes. we're going to start from the, the business stage, which is downstairs, start with poetry, with singing, mm. with, um, with just engaging with each other, and then from there we're going to have a symbolic walk and walk to the Harbour Bridge Hotel just on the other side mm-hmm. and then come back and, 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 and shadow. There are people there who have got stories that will really make your hair stand on, oh, on wow. side. Oh, because wow. these are people who have survived and sometimes I sit here and say, oh, I have this problem. And then you listen to others, you look at what they're doing. There's a couple, for instance... Uh, I won't say much so that people can come and meet them on Saturday. Saturday. But thank you very much. Saturday for we're here. <laughs> we'll be here. Yes. And do, and do that, that walk up. I'm looking forward to the poetry and singing. Mm. Well, we'll give the program um, and people can still go online to, to yes. find out what's going on. Yes. And, and that's za. Yes. Fantastic. And, and come and take part. Or sponsor a, a, a delegate because some some of the people would love to come but they wouldn't be uh, able to. Mm. It's just four hundred and fifty for half a day. It's seven fifty for a day, mm. and it's one nine five oh for all three days. You can look around. You will find um, a conference that is as affordable as that with oh, fantastic. Uh, wonderful speakers fantastic thank you so much Malilian and, and, and I'll, I'll see you throughout the day as, as I get you listen to other ladies speak thank you thank very you for much your time. thanks for having me thank you when we come back uh, we will be speaking about what holds women back in business getting rid of not good enough and we'll be chatting to Holy Steel after this A dose of classical music in the morning will brighten your entire weekend. If you fancy symphonies, concerti, sonatas, ballet, or even classical guitar. Then join me, Sidwell Mklongo, every Saturday and Sunday mornings from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. and enjoy performances of great compositions by musicians locally and abroad. The early morning classics promise a glorious start to your weekend. Otherwise, on SAFM. Coming to you from the Women's Innovation Trade Fair, um, my guest is... Holly Steele, I saw, uh, welcome by the way, and thank you for joining us and thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. We started just chatting bits and pieces and looking at the, at the exhibition stalls and they have such wonderful things to, 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 to show and, 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 and buy. But Holly, you, you, you talked about what holds women back in business. Before we even get there, tell us about your work. Well, my work is really in customer service. And what I do is I work with with companies all over the world, actually, to help people to think and act like a world-class concierge. I wrote the textbook on being a hotel concierge, and so that's my work. And 
when I came here, I did something completely different. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a very special and new talk just for this conference because my friend, Dorothy Van Horn, who is um, one of the contributors to this, uh, asked me to. She said, would you come and help us to open this conference? And I, I thought, well, sure, that sounds great because I was certain she wanted me to talk about customer service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she said, no, she didn't want me to talk about that. She said, I really want you to share your wisdom about being a female entrepreneur in the world. And I looked at, I mean, well, it was on Skype, so I just said, well, like what? And she said to me, well, I trust you, Holly. You'll know what to say. Wow. And so I thought, well, great, because now I have to really dig deep and think about what would cross generations and cultures and be inspiring and and that would everybody would relate to. Mm-hmm. And so... Dot was right, because I did know. And I decided to come here and share my heart and my soul and my journey of letting go of the imprint that so many women suffer from, which is just not being quite good enough. Well, give it to us. Give it to us. I mean, why why are we stuck at that, not being good enough? What do we do to ourselves? Well, I think it's twofold, actually. I think one aspect, especially for women... It's the collective unconscious that is an energetic resonance that really affects women that is about being less than, uh, about diminishing us, mm-hmm. even thinking sometimes of women as witches or bitches, mm-hmm. or if we're lucky, mm-hmm. goddesses. <laughs> and, and so there is a collective, really, that affects us. We're unaware of it for the most part. It's unconscious. But what we do is we combine that collective unconscious with our own personal reasons. And everyone's personal reasons are personal. And some, for some, and, and I, I made this point really clearly because I, I, I wanted to be clear that for some people, the idea for themselves of not being good enough could stem from psychological abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. And in those cases, I don't offer any advice. I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. But there is a certain type of neuroses that affects women, which is about being not good enough. Mm -hmm. And that is what I came to address. And the way that I did it was to share my own personal stories and my own personal journey through weakening this imprint. And so through the... I actually had a handout which which uh, had a very cool photograph on the front, which was a mirror of women, and it said, my story equals your story, mm-hmm. which equals our story. Mm-hmm. And, and I shared a journey. So from age 7 through age 60. Holly, just, just, stay, just hold that thought. I'm coming, I even forgot I needed to do news headlines. So Kirat Lala is going to give us news headlines. Good afternoon. In the headlines at 1.30, load shedding may be extended to tomorrow should heavy rain continue at coal mines in Mpumalanga. The seventh witness, Dr. Johan Stipp, has testified in the Oscar Pistorius trial at the High Court in Pretoria to seeing the body of a woman lying at the bottom of the stairs in the Pistorius home on Valentine's morning last year and hearing a man who was kneeling next to the body saying, I shot her. And a NATO airstrike has killed five Afghanistani soldiers and wounded a number of others in the central province of Logar. Details on these and more at 2 p.m. Otherwise, on SAFM. Yeah.
Holly Steele just has me wait and just drinking out of her well. Uh, you, you spoke about getting rid of this imprint and you were about to start telling your journey of how you then worked against this imprint. Well, what I did was in writing this talk, I took six stories and I could have come up with probably 600 but the idea was that I took six from the time I was, uh, I, I did one from age seven, age 13, 25, 42, and uh, I, I ended it at age 60 when, when I really let go of the imprint. And what they, when I looked at them together, I went, wow, it, it covers so much. It's about clergy. It's about boyfriends. Girlfriends. Are these your stories? Yes, they're my personal stories. This was so gut-wrenching. And, I mean, talk about someone who was just willing to be vulnerable and completely authentic. I mean, I told these really embarrassing stories, or could have been embarrassing, but real things that happened in my early childhood throughout my life where I made a decision. I, I, I rang a bell, and I called it decision time. Obviously not good enough. And each time you make that decision in your own life, personally, you imprint that a little bit deeper. And what the reason that it's important, and the reason it's important especially for young people, and especially if you're about to go out into the world in business, is because when we believe that we're not good enough, mm -hmm. what happens is that we make decisions that are based on that. So who, who our friends are whether what jobs we take, whether we have the guts to leave the jobs that we take in the first place. Whether, what we earn. Yes, what we earn, what we're willing to put out in the world, and so on. And the biggest thing is that when we allow the not good enough gremlin to run us, it steals our joy, and it steals our ability to actually enjoy our lives. And shine. And shine and be a light. And, and what I realized is that no man, and, and why I was excited to do it, and why I felt very good, I felt more than good enough about the accomplishment of being able to write something like this, mm -hmm. to put it together, because I connected each of my stories to a life lesson. So each was a life lesson, and then I gave the women some time to think about what, what did it provoke in them, mm -hmm. and what did it bring up for them. And it's so important because because we are in charge of that. Whether we what if we allow that gremlin in or we stop it. And the way to understand it is to go through your life and look at the decisions and the times when you believed that you weren't good enough. Because when you make that decision, then you just keep looking through those glasses and you reinforce it over and over and over and it doesn't matter if it's true, it matters that you made up the story and then you live into it. You believe it. Are you here on Saturday again? Yes. And you are part of the, the, the Saturday walk, the talk, or the, the Saturday program? Do you know, I, I am not a part of it, but I would love, to, I, I'm going to come and be in it because yes. it sounds so amazing. It does. It to does. Do something like that. It does. And I think what you're talking about lives right there. Before I let you go, because we will run out of time, can you give me an A, B, C, D, and E to start that process going of looking back? Uh, I'm not too sure how long it took you, but I'm, I'm going to ask you to guide us because I want to leave here and go and try and do that. 
So just give us some pointers, please. Well, what I did to do it for myself mm. was I just uh, was quiet, and I thought about perhaps the most embarrassing and painful times in my life. And when I looked at those very painful and very embarrassing times in my life, I recognized that that was when I made the personal decision of I'm not good enough. Of I'm not good enough. And and when we can go back and look at the root of an issue. And and just one other thing that that I felt so great about being invited to do was that I have experienced a tremendous amount of outer success. But because it was always good but never good enough, mm-hmm. then I didn't appreciate it as much as I could have. And that's what I would like to help people to avoid because all we have is today and this moment. this one life. I love you, Holly. Thank, Thank you, you so much. My Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. Oh, we're back with more conversations, and it is very exciting to be here. And um, coming back now to talk about gearing our youth to be successful in business. In this week's Saturday play, The Assassin's Lover by Willem van der Vogt. This is a Tanzanian recipe. <laughs> well, when you get carried, it comes from there. <laughs> You've forgotten how often we used to have this? No, no, I, I do remember. <laughs> the Assassin's Lover by Willem van der Vault in the Saturday play on SAFM at 7 p.m. Otherwise, on SAFM. Broadcasting from the Women's Innovation Trade Fair taking place at the Cape Town International Convention Center. And Adele Gross has just walked in and given me a wonderful It Starts With Me um, what bracelet. Is, is, that's what we call it. She's the founder and executive director of Proud To Be Me. Welcome and thank you for your time. You look, you're looking so happy right now. I am. I am. <laughs> Thanks, Shada. I had a wonderful energetic um, time with a group of youth here. So I'm feeling great how do we inspire young people i think um it's important that we help our young people to find the inspiration within um definitely and to be good role models you know i totally believe in children see children do so um that's why you'll see me walking around with a very big smile and a lot of (laughs) positive energy and inspiration um, and then really giving young people guidance of ha- having to find that, that happiness um, starts with me. Mm. And um, we all, you know, we, 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 we have to deal with what happened. It's important. You can't just, like, plaster it up. But, but somebody may ask what happiness has got to do with my career or my running a business or my working. Or, you know, why is happiness important? You know, your attitude is going to attract people or going to put people off you know Mm. off you so I see a lot of children and young people today um, with an attitude of I can and you can see how they just really really attract uh, success and attract um, things to happen around them and then you do see the youth that's also kind of like laying back and not and I think sometimes all they just need is a little bit of guidance on how do I do it you know how do I actually get my attitude to to attract that 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 different type of oomph um, that can I can create around me. What, do you, what age group are we talking about? Because, you know, with young people, sometimes you have to undo what parents have done already. Um, and it, it, I, I would suggest that we work together with the parents because 
unless they left home already, you know, then then they on their own they can learn new lessons. But how do you undo uh, whatever beliefs they have or they grew up with in order to prepare themselves to be um, to be successful in business? I'm so glad you mentioned, you know, the importance of having the parents involved as well because we've created or we've developed in South Africa a module which a model which is a triangle approach model of mm-hmm. proud to be me. We our program doesn't only work with the child because we do believe that the child needs to go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the child has got a secondary parent, which is the teacher, yes. or the social worker, or the probation officer, etc., etc. So we work in a triangle approach where we help um, the child and the primary and secondary caregiver to speak the same language of positive transformation, and it creates a better understanding inside their environment. And what we find is as well is that if they start to speak the same language of, of positive transformation, it's more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and children see children do happens all the time. I mean, you and me, we're still looking at yeah. our parents, you yeah. know. So it is important to, to be able to reach the parents as well in, in the approach of changing your attitude towards mm. where am I going to go in my life? Um, the program that we run with them is basically the foundation. It's four pillars of, of a responsible me. And that the responsibility starts with me to find out who, uh, who I am and who I want to be. So we do look at, 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 at the, 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 the importance of my role and my responsibility. I think mm-hmm. it's so important mm-hmm. that we tell our children that mm-hmm. you don't have to be a rich person to be a successful person. Of course, of course. You and know, you don't have to drive that car and wear no, those clothes. Absolutely. Not necessarily. And, and uh, I'm still trying to find out, though, what ages we're working with. Because... Yeah. We work from ECD level, actually, our program. Today here at, um, at the, at the in, um, Women's Innovation Trade Fair, I had a group of grade sevens. Our program really does work from ECD level onwards, and our program material has been adapted for different age groups, obviously. But I believe that the sooner we get, the sooner we, we, we reach the, children, the child and help him to kind of like form those messages of I can and I want to, and this is where I am, don't box me in. This is my identity, the sooner. So for me, it's very important. Our material is where we start working with children from four years old mm. until 90. <laughs> Nine zero, yes. I'll be that child. <laughs> I'll be that 90-year-old child. So you are going to speak this afternoon. Yes. And um, you are speaking on this topic that we, we are talking about. Um, and, and what are you hoping, who are you hoping to get through to? Because this is a women's conference, so I'm, I'm happy that a lot of moms and, and women are here. Mm. Um, but I'm also uh, b- concerned that you probably won't have the young people that you'd like to talk to in, in the room. So what, what message are you, are you going to be sending to the women so that they then go and impart it to, to the young people or maybe draw them to, towards yourself Absolutely. and your organization? Yeah, I actually had a group now of grade 7. So I did okay. a workshop, a two-and-a-half-hour workshop with grade 7s mm-hmm. this morning. Um, and then this afternoon I'm speaking on the business stage on, on social entrepreneurship, which I think is also something that we need to yes. plant and yes. feed with our youth. Yes. Um, I'm quite big into going to visit schools and talk to them, you know, the importance of it. So this afternoon, um, I'm really going to speak to the audience about the importance of, you know, funding is not around when we look at social issues. It's Mm -hmm. been a global phenomenon that it's drying up. 
but that doesn't mean good work, work needs to stop. So we're looking at the business approach, and we've created and, and developed over the past three years, we've developed a social franchising module that we now already run rolling out in Kenya, Tanzania, Cambodia, and also now in the Netherlands. Um, with their new youth policy. So, yeah, it's go- basically encouraging people, you know. I think in social um, social development and community development, there's a lot of scope, there's a lot of opportunity to to look at, um, at, at the business side of it. And I'm going to encourage people about how you can do it. Now, I, I see a, a, a lot of volunteerism going on, but I, I suppose not enough. What can young people learn? Because I think it's a good thing to, to find themselves by volunteering in a small way or in a big way and maybe even in different countries and we see all these war-torn countries that really need help doctors without borders and they're, they're all working and looking for more volunteers all the time now I want you to tell us is, is, there a, is, is that one way of learning to finding yourself who you are learning about who you are but also then eventually helping you run a business or start a business. Absolutely. We encourage the youth, even from grade 8, to get involved with community development programs um, and to, to volunteer and to, to start to build you know, uh, um, uh, the experience. I think it's very, very valuable. The interesting thing that I find in South Africa is we don't really have a volunteer um, Attitude, mentality. Mm-hmm. I think we can change that, and it's up to us to help our youth to change that mentality. To say, you know what, from a young age, I'm going to get, I'm going to get involved in my community. I think, you know, the, the, uh, thank, thank. To, thanks to Mandela Day and those kinds mm-hmm. of, you know, people mm-hmm. are starting now to, to take responsibility and, 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 and want to do good and, and those kinds of things. How do we find, um, how do we find your organization? And, and I'm just looking for your website on, on, do you have a website? Yes, we do. It's www.proud. To be and it's the number two, the letter B dot O R G. Proud to be dot O R G, and two being the numerical two, yes, and, and the B without the E. <laughs> the B without the E, um, and and the orange, the orange uh, bracelet. Oh, I'm just. I mean, really, our message is that we're spreading, and it's been great. I've been able to spread these all over the world. It says it starts with me and, and, and everyone that does our program, we've got a skills development program that we run as we leave this with them. Well, thank you so much. Good luck with this afternoon. I'm sure I'm going to talk to you some more as I walk through the grounds because we're here again tomorrow. So please share whatever information you may with us. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Me. Well, that, with that, that um, website again, www.proud, numerical 2, capital B, .org, and it's Adele Gross. She's the founder and executive director of Proud to Be Me Foundation. We're back after this. It's time now, actually, for our children's story. It is time for... Um, um,